till tired. What? Yes. Um. <laughs> no, no, is it on, is it on Steam? Testing one, two. Collecting cats. All right, it's five thirty in the afternoon. We're going to start recording this podcast now, and I got to go do some stuff, and I'm coming back in a few hours. No, I don't play games. Okay, but let me show you my ambient hum and see how I'm doing. Of is it a Metroid dishwasher? Oh yeah, that's for okay. Hang on. Hello. All that Hello. Oh yeah. An advanced model. I paid a lot of money for it. Yeah, let's join the hangout. That's a Akage song. I've been applying for an hour. E gunner demons. Wait till he's, wait till he's on so he can say something. You need it to be, uh... Hello? I can't read all the... Besides, you're obviously senior managing director. Oh, I'm senior managing director. Is this, is hey, Ellie! Oh. Oh, hey, what's going on? Are you doing like, this one, Ellie? Minimal yeah, we want Ellie. No, I'm just talking about... She has a professional anecdote to share. No, I don't want to discuss my professional sounds- anecdote. I already told you. Oh, that sounds excellent. No. What happened? Uh, well... Okay, you have to tell us. Yeah. Uh, Is it inappropriate? Uh, it's very inappropriate. Uh, it breaks several. That sounds excellent. I mean, I wanted Christine to tell her anecdote about David's infidelities. Oh, really? Does she know about that? Everybody, sometimes you gotta just do what you can. Yeah, he but not like everybody that. hired one of his uh, slow life games. Yeah, oh. do some meowing. In there. Mm. Hired in what capacity? Yeah, like Farmville or, or Animal Crossing. As Hello? in, you know, uh, ongoing escort. Permanent uh, part timer. Hello. At the <laughs> gallery. I can't hear you. Thumbs down. That was before she knew the lady was David. Wait, his mistress. Oh, oh, I can hear you now. Tonight's episode of Bear Friend Tea Party is brought to you by the stupid phone cat game. To get a free trial of Stupid Cat Game on your phone, go to stupidcatgame.com forward slash Party, and you can get a free trial. Do it live so we can have we'll do like, it live. live phone calls. I can live. We'll do it live. So Jeremy, what's on the podcast tonight? <laughs> on the podcast tonight, well, we've got a great show for you tonight. Um... <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's funny because it's so untrue. Um, no, no, yeah. it's true. Well, are we there? Hi. We've got Hello? a great sh- Let me tell you, we've got a great show for you tonight. Hello, uh, segment one, I'll be uh, rolling the dice and choosing a random topic from the database. Um, oh, great database. Uh, segment two. <laughs> That's probably going to be the best one. Too. Daniel Gunnard Beamish. Ha- Danny, are you doing how many Daves can we name? 
That's, yeah. that's a good Segment topic. Two, how many Daves can we name? Um, <laughs> segment three, the philosophical problem with the whole left shark meme. And segment four, classic children's cartoons of the 80s and 90s, Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. That should be a lively discussion. Uh, I'm about ready to bounce down there to segment four already. Um, but before we get into that, let's do some listener correspondence. Before we get into that, why don't we do a little listener correspondence? We got an uh, interesting review from a uh, on iTunes from Dr. Pencil Blocks. <laughs> Who writes um, of our podcast? He gave us five stars, and uh, the subject of his <laughs> review was "Didn't make me want to eat a beehive." <laughs> and then the text of his review was A plus. I I believe uh, I believe we agreed to make that a guarantee of our program. Well, we you can yeah, you can we, listen to Bear Friend Tea Party, yeah. secure in knowing that we will never make you want to eat. A succulent, mouth-watering beehive. <laughs> I don't know if we can follow through on a chock that. full of crunchy, so actually, delicious bees. In all seriousness, I I did think that sweet, that, sweet, gooey honey. I did think that that review from uh, Doctor Pencil Blunt was a little weird. Yeah. Um, because I don't think we even really talked about eating beehives on our show. We've mentioned bees, bees a few times, but it seemed a little out Maybe of left field. Maybe he's familiar, he or she is familiar with our um, work. Well, are actually, we, so, are we operating on the assumption that this wasn't just a review Danny wrote? It was no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh. No, this is oh. a legit. This is a legit review, and I and I read it. and I was like, "That's kind of weird." Well, he must like, be contrasting it weird... with another podcast that does make him want it. You know, this is so. Yeah, so, exactly. Probably is like his experience you guys in are, the past. You guys are getting ahead of me because I actually looked at some <laughs> of the other reviews that Doctor Pencil Blotz had written, um, <laughs> and I'll I'll share those with you now. Uh, so this is so actually if you look, oh, if I want to hear this. Up, um, he left a review for uh, the podcast WTF with Mark Marin. Yep. He gave that one star, and the <laughs> the, uh, the subject of his review was hospitalized by bee stings. <laughs> and then he says, "Yeah, take that, Mark Marin." He says, "Was compelled to eat several large beehives by this terrible <laughs> podcast and almost died." Is that true? Oh really God, it hurts. Can still feel the bees stinging my eyes. Do not recommend. F minus. <laughs> F minus. F minus. Well, that he gave us an A plus. Take that, Mark that Maron. Whoever did that, or like deliberately made other reviews so that knowing that we might go look at them. I, I don't think that it is or... our place to to really <laughs> so here okay here here's what here's one he wrote for this is for Star Talk Radio with Neil deGrasse Tyson your personal astrophysicist which he gave oh, three stars great podcast one of our sisters he says podcasts. 
He says, "Yeah, that's uh, not a sister podcast." A spir- a no, when we were at uh, sister. No, we were at uh, when I was at ReasonCon <laughs> last month. I actually met Neil, and uh, he he told me this. He said, "Our universe is filled with secrets and mysteries, leaving us with many questions to be answered." I actually met Neil, and uh, he he told me this. He said, "Oh, once you, what do you think?" I actually met Neil, and uh, he he told me this. He said, "Plutonium got it got on the periodic table on false pretense, just between you and me." I actually met Neil, and uh, he he told me this. He said, "I actually met Neil, and uh, he he told me this." He said, "Who are you, and what are you doing here?" <laughs> So as a so, uh, Danny, was it? Yes. Could you could you even tell what he was saying with that enormous beehive in his mouth? I thought you were going to say mustache in the way. <laughs> Me too. That, that would have been better. So no, yeah, you want to take it again? Or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> with all the bees in his mustache. I'll just so wait for you guys to step on. <laughs> we're just goofing, Sorry. Jeremy. No, that's this fine. Is no, the, I, this is the joke portion of the joke. <laughs> no, let's cry it yeah. out. Um, there will be no jokes after the. Uh, so, um, Dr. Pencilblotz wrote another review uh, for Star Talk Radio with Neil deGrasse Tyson, which he gave three stars. The subject of that review is waxy but sweet. He says, and he says in the review, he says, ended up taking a big bite of a beehive because of listening to this podcast. But at least the honey was sweet and the bees were fairly docile. May listen again. And he gives that a B minus. Well, he was probably listening to an episode with Chuck Nice. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Pencilblotz also wrote a review for the Serial Podcast, which he gave two stars. The topic of that one is painful welts on my genitals. (laughs) Um, And the doctor writes, I heard this podcast was pretty good and decided to check it out. The podcast forced me to have sex with a beehive, and then the bees all came out and stung my vagina. (laughs) <laughs> Don't see what all the hype is about. C plus. <laughs> I bet I bet you guys were assuming that Dr. Pencilblots was a man. Just because they <laughs> well, were yeah, a doctor. Pencil blots. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm ashamed yeah. now to to admit that's true. Like so I found I found Also one I assumed more. it was Danny. I said he or she earlier. Actually. I found I found one more um Go back and that, listen to it. I, I found one more she. review that Dr. Pencil Blotz <laughs> left, and that was for the uh, podcast of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. <laughs> what do you mean? The, uh, uh, the, what the hell? And Explain the review that. is... The, the title show. of that it's review is show. Oh God, Oh God, <laughs> No, Jesus Christ, No. <laughs> it's the best show on earth. Um, and uh, then, then she writes, no, oh, be- no bee stings this time, but Peter Segal is an insufferable twit. Segal. Do people exactly. actually listen to this insipid show? garbage? Uh. D minus. <laughs> Nothing we do needs correction. Yeah. All right, segment one. <laughs> um... So I couldn't think of a topic. I couldn't decide. So I'm just gonna. I I, I would just like to. John, do you have your? Uh, I can your pull it up. Three hundred and forty-six sided dice. Die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Wait, it's in here somewhere. 
Now I would like to, so I'm just gonna roll that we have a wait no let's John John's rooting through something. Let's listen. Okay, wait. Yeah, that's a good like sorting. What do you what show us what you're rooting through there? No, it's just can you dump it all out? Can you dump it all out on the table? Yeah, can you dump it all out? Oh I did, I just did. Boy, this is a hard group to keep focused. Always drink gin with a mark, kid. You can't tell if you have it. No, this is Ricardo Montalban. Honey, they're in everybody's eggs. Just when a case he went to the doctor down in County Cork and said, Can you give me something for me wind? Yeah. The doctor gave him a kite. <laughs> John, do you have your, your D346? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's primed and ready. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, ready? Yeah. Wait, oh, can we play uh, insert... the, the music from? Can we play that sound from uh, Press Your Luck? Yeah, I'll insert a, a dice shaking sound. Here. Dang, here she goes. No, 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 the sound from Press Your Luck. Right? Or is that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No whammies. No whammies. The topic is. Uh, can we turn off that soundtrack? Oh, and, sorry. No, and the probably. topic is 159. That's 159. 159 consulting the database is. Correct way to play air saxophone. That's a great topic. All right. Okay. So, Jeremy, keep in mind this is an audio podcast. I'll, so. I'll take it. So. Look, in my mind, let me start things off. This is a great topic. I think that uh, there's a couple options. I think there's basically two options. One way to play air saxophone is to hold your hands roughly as if you were playing an actual saxophone, which is which is to say that like both hands are kind of in front of you on the neck of some fictional saxophone. The other way to play air saxophone is is a variation on that made famous in the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles by John Candy, <laughs> wherein the, the air saxophone player sticks their thumb in their mouth on the top hand in order to simulate the end of the saxophone the going reed. into their mouth. The read. Just, the, just to the, clarify, just to clarify, this this would be the uh, the scene in which he's listening to the Ray Charles song, "The, the mess, mess Around," on the radio yeah, great song. while driving a car on the interstate. Doing the mess around. Just so we're clear That's on what, what scene sequence. of 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 that classic John Hughes movie. Oh. Talking about. In case you were thinking of a oh, different scene in which John Candy plays the air saxophone without making any innovation. Was, 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 pl- was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles a John Hughes movie? I, yes. Are you kidding yes, it me? Was. I did not know that. That is, that is John Hughes' like, like, uh, um, magnum opus. It's the best movie of like anybody that's that's his, I thought for a second. I thought for a second, for a his, second his, that you... Uh, I, I thought you had maybe... No, it's hard to know it's that a, it's a John Hughes movie because there's no dipshit teenagers in it. It's a great oh, movie. Oh, except for it the ones n- that buy the uh, the shower curtain rings. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Who could pass for 16, <laughs> 17? Is this a coincidence it's, or what? I, I don't want to get us off topic. Uh, it's a great movie. It is not John Hughes's Ring Cycle. It is John Hughes's <laughs> Tristan und Isolde. Okay, fine. John I'm, Hughes's I'm, Ring I'm Cycle like is the sequence. Better. It's the sequence of uh, Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink, and Breakfast Club. That's the Club. entire opera. That's. Wait, I'm sorry, Chris. Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink, and what was the last one? Breakfast Club. And and, and and to clarify, those may not be in order, but those, yeah, those are all suck. put together. To those are John Hughes's candles? ring cycle. What about separate? They do not all suck. Long duck dong is, is okay. This is like long this duck is like kind of a different offensive. topic now. No, that's good. We have we have long duck dong sound effects. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> don't even have to upload those. Those are already in the. This could be an um, entire episode. What about the, did he do the movie? Say anything? No, I don't think so. No. You know, he also didn't do I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to have to... I'm going to have to... Can we reel this back in and Wait, get can back we, to the topic at hand? Which is, Jeremy, can we at the least... The movie Baby Can we agree on the Tristan and Isolde that was not... What? What? I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I said he no, also no. innovated. He also played the piano on the dashboard. Yeah, that was that that's that's really, really funny. Irrelevant. Did you call that air piano? We are not discussing <laughs> the correct ways to play air piano. <laughs> Jeremy was an aside. I'm sorry to go off. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine. I should have known better than to bring up the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That was just asking for. Like honestly, honestly, I'm surprised that we are not doing a line-for-line recitation of that movie. I did that the other day. I found an online quiz where the point of the quiz was to type in word for word the dialogue at the rental car counter. Welcome to Madison. Like link word for word. Okay, two I'll, quick I'll points. Put it in the oh, chat we'll, we'll put the link in the sh- we'll two put the link in the show notes description. Two quick points. Number one, it doesn't matter what we say here because everything is going to be completely overshadowed in the editing with sound effects from planes, trains, and automobiles. Like what we say will be inaudible, or possibly Uncle Buck. Point two, we recently went through most of the John Hughes canon with Tilo, and I warned him. I warned him before planes, trains, and automobiles that. There would be there was a part with inappropriate language, and throughout the first half or so of the movie, every time anyone swore, I don't know what scene you're talking about. Was that the inappropriate part? Was that the inappropriate part? It's this. It was the scene when he's like, "When we I'm looking forward to my daddy coming home for Thanksgiving." Yeah, he was like, "Was that inappropriate?" Were they talking about the relative merits of Indian burns versus noogies? Exclamation points! And I really didn't care. To exclamation points, dollar sign at percent. Shut up! This is an anecdote! When we got to the actual uh, the rental car sequence where Steve Martin says fuck about 18 times, he was just like his jaw hit the floor. He didn't know that such swearing was possible. Do they not have that word in Australia? I don't know, he hung out with me the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was after he saw planes, trains, and automobiles. Was he he confused because they weren't saying, I don't know, bollocks or something? The other day, Uh, no, like, when uh, the day that Tilo stayed at my house when he was sick the other day, and uh, we went to, uh, he he wanted, I took him to lunch, we went to Oklahoma 
Oklahoma Joe's Barbecue, and on the way there he said... And then he got sick? Because... Uh, because his dad, uh, Christopher Winter, is a vegetarian. And, and Tilo said to me, he said, like, are you a vegetarian, Uncle Jeremy? I said, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> like, without even thinking, of, ah, fuck no. And then, and, then, and then I was like, oh, sorry. And he was like, and he said, no, Uncle Jeremy, that's okay. I want you to know, it's okay for you to say inappropriate things like that. Because I think it's funny. <laughs> he's a good he's, kid. He's uh, precocious. Yeah. It's funny because he gets angry at me or Christine if we say stuff like that. I didn't that. realize yeah, that was we're funny. Not, we're not allowed to because we're his parents. He can't, well, he can't take advantage of Jeremy, but he can play you like, like a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> To sum up, I think we've all agreed that, with or without thumb, both are acceptable. It's probably more accurate to the saxophone to not put your thumb in your mouth, but it's certainly acceptable when playing air saxophone to put the thumb in your mouth if you so yep. choose. Jeremy, do yep. you think it? Do you yep. think it matters like what kind of saxophone it is? Like whether it's a very yeah. no, there's know, actually or... there's only one type of saxophone, and so no. <laughs> I think we have a caller on the line. No, the white phone. Oh. Yeah, hello. Hello, I, I seem to be... Segment two, how many Daves can we name? All right, let, okay, uh, okay, this will be, I'll, I'll be leading this segment. Okay, so topic two is, 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 is my topic, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be leading this segment. This will be my segment. Uh, I'll, I'll be leading this segment. Okay, so uh, every single person listening to this podcast obviously listened to the episode... Uh, 00027, Oversized Inexplicable Green Hat. The segment was called How Many Steves Can We Name? And I thought it was a very unsuccessful topic while we were doing it but <laughs> you left you left out the, several steves it's kind of the edited the version i thought was particularly amusing so th- th- this is a high concept segment this is called how many daves can we name and regular listeners will n- will recognize this the conceit of this topic from various other topics we've done which use different names but this this version is how many daves can we name so I'm going to lay out some some uh, some ground rules here. The the we're all going to somebody's going to say go. No, somebody's going to put 5 minutes on the clock. Oh, do we have 5 minutes? 5 minutes. We did 2 minutes, minutes last minutes? time. The last time we did 2 minutes. You want to do 5 minutes? Yeah, we'll probably, five minutes. We'll probably well, come up more, with more if we do 5. There are there are more Daves than there are Steve. Should we just go till we have all the Daves? <laughs> All right. Who's editing this? John. So that's fine. As God long as damn. I don't yeah, have to yeah, put sure. in five minutes of sound effects on a Dave segment. No, that's five seg- That's five minutes, like, live. It'll get edited down to, like, four minutes and, and 45 seconds. Um, it, but the ground was our... Somebody's going to put five <clears throat> minutes on the clock. Somebody else is going to say... Okay, I'll put five minutes on the clock. I already put okay. five minutes on okay, the clock. Okay, I'll say okay. go. That's fine. Okay. No, you're gonna go say right now. Wait, wait. No, you, no, not no, yet. No, but I, I, I will I, be the one saying when I say word when, when it is appropriate. Okay, John. When, when See, I say I feel go, like Chris is gonna feel gonna left out go. now because he doesn't have a job to do. Uh, isn't he's it my turn? Then it's my job to say Dave's. 
Yeah. Wait, Danny. This is Danny, all Chris. Danny, Danny, can you explain Danny? This would yeah, be easier if you would like lay out the rules. Like, how is this going to go down? Can I ask a question? Is it only Dave's, or can we name Davids and Davies? No, Davids are allowed. Davids are definitely allowed. What about Davy? First name. First yeah, somebody with Dave. the last name of Davis. What about right. what about or, or Stevenson or, or what about oh, oh. Davy? <laughs> I forgot yeah, that we were doing. Yes, the obviously. Did you listen to the segment? How, how many? I Steve's do not did listen, listen to our podcast? podcast. I do not listen. You to You really podcast. should check. Like, if you only listen to one segment no, of I any don't, of our thirty I don't podcasts listen, so I'm, far, as a member of the podcast, I don't listen to our podcast. How many? I don't listen to our podcast because it makes me want to eat beehives. I'm not doing I'm, that anymore. And you're in a minority. I'm not doing that, that anymore. I'm Do you at least download about, it to boost I'm our numbers? I'm thinking about what's good for me. I'm doing what's right for Chris. Well, you know, honey is one of the oldest medicines. And it's so mouthwatering. <laughs> it, it, it never goes bad. Are we going to do this? It never goes bad. Yeah, unless unless you, if you crush up a bunch of like... All right, we've got five minutes on the clock. I never actually mind. listen to our podcast. Well, never mind, guys. <laughs> if you put bits and pieces of things in it, kind of could be approach sludge. Nice callback, Danny. For further details on the distinction between slime, grime, and sludge, be sure to check out Bear Friend Tea Party episode 00025. Build that machine into an anthropomorphized chair. Uh, that's, that's post-production. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's post production. That is going to happen when there's there's going to be silly oh, like music a, and there's going to be I like I feel like I'm hearing a game show style ding Marie's wedding, right? Buzzers, yeah. I think is so. that a beer I'm commercial? Sure Marie's wedding? No, it's a it, uh, it, classic. It, bear, it is beer a bear garden. commercial. And go, Dave Coulier. One Dave. God damn it, that was mine. <laughs> David Spade. Two Daves. Dave Cross. Dave, Three Daves. David Faustino. Four Daves. David Hume. Five Dave Daves. Thomas, the Davis founder Daves. of Wendy's. Dave Thomas. Uh, oh, the other Dave Thomas, uh, the actor. Seven Daves. David Crosby of Eight Crosby, Daves. Sills, and Nash. Oh, David Cross. Oh, Nine that's Daves. a movie. I already that's said David one. Stand up comedy. David Daves. Foster Wallace. Ten Daves. Uh, uh, Non-famous Daves. Dave Attell. Eleven Daves. Davey Jones. Yes, Davey Jones from the night. Dave Eggers. Thirteen Daves. 14 days. Oh, Davy, Davy Jones of Davy Jones's locker. 15 uh, days. British Prime Minister David <laughs> that's, that's, Cameron. That's, that's 16 days. Oh, that's good. That's good. Thank you. David uh, Trump. Not a real person. You said David Cameron? Yeah. Repeat Dave Davies. Isn't there someone from Davies? Yeah, there's definitely someone named Dave Davies. Repeat Dave. Oh, I think that should count for double. Oh, Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, and Dave Thomas, the guy from... Already both named. Oh, come on. Come on. Are you not have your headphones on? David Letterman. 18 days. Oh, David. No, David Hyde Pierce. 19 David days. Uh, Dave. 20 days. I'm like Toby Davis. Dave. Single Dave. David um, Williams. 21 no. days. David Tennant. 22 that a guy? days. Yeah. David Tennant. David Sedaris. Uh, 23 days. Oh, no. Damn, 24 days. David Thompson. Non-famous David, David Johnson. Non-famous Dave. Dave. Okay. You're just saying common names. Let me ask let me ask you this. Have we said David Lee Roth yet? Twenty-five days. No, that's we should. Repeat we Dave. should. Uh Sammy Sammy Van Hagen. Yeah. Not even yeah. close to being um, David. Um, David Copperfield. Twenty-six uh, days. Mm, David. Are the magician Dave. or the uh, character? 
Doesn't matter. Both. Okay, no, that's two. David Copperfield. Uh, no, you know, and David Copperfield. Repeat, Dave. Yes. Oh, no, because if oh, we're going to oh, accept oh, Dave oh, Thomas oh, the actor, David Plotz. 28 Dave's. Dave Plain. Non-famous Dave. Dave Barry. 28 Barry Dave's. No, but Dave Barry got in on the warren, right? Yes. I think I said Dave Barry like... So, how many Daves was that? Total number of Daves named 29. I can't believe we managed okay. to name 29 Daves. I, you know, I thought we were going to get stuck in about 15 Daves, but he, man, we Danny, you, Jeremy, you pushed it over the edge to really make 29. Daves. You know, you know that game would be a lot easier if you didn't have to say their last names. Oh. A podcast. A podcast. A very cool and sensual podcast. Segment three, the philosophical problem with the whole left shark meme. Okay, this is my topic. <clears throat> Do so, it. Several weeks ago, I was made aware of a meme that has been going around on the internet Ugh. called Left Shark. Have you guys heard of this? No. Yes. No, I not, have not. Explain I had, it. I had not until I read the Explain it. topic, and then I looked it up. Explain it okay. for our listeners and, okay. and me. So, okay, so... It's okay. a visual meme, so... You also, guys know, what, also, you guys know also, about football, right? Also, David Copperfield. What? Uh, I said that. Oh, did you? Yeah, we said that twice. Oh, okay. We said, we said both David Copperfield. Oh. We did, that's true. Okay, never also, mind. Yeah, so, John. So, okay, so at the Super Bowl 49... Okay, wait... Super Bowl 40, I think it's 49 that they just did. The Super Bowl of football. Okay, wait, side note. I, I heard somewhere that for Super Bowl 50, they're not going to call it Super Bowl L. Have yeah, you guys heard no, that? That pisses that, me off. It pisses me, fucking fuck pisses off me off. I have been looking forward to Super Bowl L for the, like, the longest time. They're gonna, it's going to be like, what, XXXXX? Just 50. They're no, going to use gonna the be, number it's 50. It's going to be the, 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 Roman, no, the, um, the Arabic? Regular, the regular numbers. Ar- yeah, yeah, the Arabic 5-0. That's, well, that makes sense, because otherwise people would just think it was Super Bowl. Yeah, that's why it's great. I mean, if you're going to use Roman numerals, use Roman numerals. It's a total, it is otherwise, a total Otherwise, go fuck yourself. Okay, yeah, I am aside so the NFL, the I NFL so has happy. alienated two of their <laughs> biggest the halftime show. supporters here. I'll just I'll mute all of you guys' tracks. So at the it's halftime show big, like, for this for Super Bowl Forty Nine, like we had a Venn this diagram is, this is of like NFL fans <laughs> and fans of Roman this numerals. This is completely basically one circle. Basically one circle. The pop artist Katy Perry. Who is a, 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 a musician? She's recorded a number of songs. Mm-hmm. She's in Aerosmith. She's in Aerosmith. Um, I she's in she's, Aerosmith. I think she's also in Radiohead, if I remember correctly. Ugh, bunch no. of shitty bands. <laughs> anyway, Aerosmith's all right. <laughs> she she was doing this uh, at the halftime show, and it was a elaborate song and dance number with uh, palm trees and coconuts and. Um, Two backup dancers in shark costumes. Mm-hmm. Right? With you so far. Okay. Basically, uh, so apparently the story is that like one of the dancing sharks didn't know his or her choreography and was just like flailing around wildly. Mm-hmm. And well, the two sharks were flanking her. They were they flanking were, her. Like, yeah. The, she was in the middle, and then there were two backup right. sharks. And they were I don't not want to sink. complicate things, but I think there were also some other. Some like dudes dressed as beach balls. 
I, I think I covered that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Were, sorry. I said there were palm trees. I, I'm not sure if there were beach balls. Is it's probably extraneous to the. <laughs> it is. But it's not irrelevant. No, we. I mean, we don't usually uh, deal with extraneous stuff. You could stuff. just say all manner, all manner of beach cliche Beach Something went wrong here. Just get forward a bit. Sorry for the inconvenience. While you were gone, we figured it out. Which one yeah. was it? It was. It's, uh, it's a meme. It was David Bowie. It's both stage it's a meme. Bowie. Right. It's stage David left. Bowie. Yeah, both. It was two David Bowies and okay. two persons. Not everybody's me, In fact, neither of them were even dressed like. I sharks. can't believe <laughs> you forgot David Bowie. It was Bowie. Post. It was one incompetent uh, graphic artist. That would have been one more Dave. So, so John, start us off. For a total of 30 Daves. This is a tough Ever since we started process. doing our classic meme segment. Also, David Bowe. So actor. I heard about this meme uh, on, I don't know, That's probably some other bullshit podcast. That's two whole Daves, you assholes. Like, forgot oh, about. Oh, you listen to the meme cast? Left Shark. That would have right? been 31 Daves. And I was like, Daves. oh, Left Shark, what's that? So I Googled it, and I came, I pulled this up. And I cannot for the life of me understand what which of the two sharks they're referring to. Yeah, they both look like they don't they're stupid. They both look it's like a, they're doing random things, which is what dancing is, basically. I I think well somewhere I'm not gonna touch that one. <laughs> the, I, think, I, I think that the, I think and I agree with you that I was like I had to watch it more than once before I was like, wait, one of them looks silly? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> One of them looks like they're flailing stupidly, but I think one of them is kind of like ne- closer to Katy Perry. Like, kind of looks like they're in the same latitude of the stage, and sort of like look like they're should be together. The other one is kind of closer to the camera. So, so it's a lo- it's a uh, a latitude issue. Uh, see, I didn't even notice that. Well, I, I believe. I mean, choreography, like like placement, like. Um, like the, the, the Katy Perry and the one of the sharks were sort of on their marks, and the other one was just off in his own world. So it's, which one was it? Was it house left or, or stage left? World. It is uh, house I, left. I think it was house left. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I thought too. But then I asked a, a, a well-known internet celebrity. It was his housemate about it, and they were like, "Oh no, no, no! It's totally the stage left." Shout out to Ashby Narita. Which one was it? Was it shoe nice? It was shoe nice. It wasn't nice. Was he doing a vodka slam at the time? <laughs> it was Binarita. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, sharks are very difficult to train. Like, really, they, they're fortunate Again, that, the, that the sharks didn't even eat Katy Perry. It seems like it would be a big occupational health and safety issue. Oh, These yeah. are shark costumes. I see. I'm watching it again now. But, I it mean, does I guess look like he's sort of behind her. We already it knew seems... the NFL didn't care about safety. So I guess I shouldn't or... be surprised. Yeah, okay. I guess, yeah, I guess I mean, when you get towards the end... Yeah, yeah the left shark the left does shark seem a little bit off. not as good as the right uh... shark, but... But it's like, okay, wait a minute. We're watching... Uh, she does call them Super Bowl. Costumes, ...like hop around and stuff. I think that's a little, like, too trivial for a meme, you know? Doesn't I'm it not, seem like... It's yeah. interesting it's like, that... It, if it's been well, a, a huge meme, like there's there's all sorts of you know stupid Photoshop things that people have made 
based on it. But it's like it's not it's like it's not anonymous enough to be a funny meme. I'm not like convinced. Some pictures it's a meme. of some like stupid. Well, it is, Chris. I mean, to uh, me, it's just like it's it. it well, shows, do you know what a, uh, It's like the Super Bowl. I've is read so my Richard Dawkins I know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, you've read, you read the selfish gene bird yeah. in hell. You damned blasphemy. Selfish me. You realize that your entire life has been a delusion, well, and that right uh, now you're uh, just plus, a you promised me that there would be a two-person crab suit. Go f- yourself. You uh, that was shark. <laughs> is that how you got Chris to show up? <laughs> the only reason I'm like, watching no, you're right love Satan will enjoy torture. I love it. Christian living for God. I there did is promise a God. That. Her created all of us. The only one <laughs> he promises that every episode. Everything Darwin said is wrong. And yeah, but then occasionally in our in our apology segment, occasionally apologizes. Corrections addenda. No punctuation at all in that one. John, what is the problem with the left shark meme? Yeah, the philosophical. It does, yeah. It's a pro- it's a problem. It doesn't work as a meme. Because yeah, nobody, see, I like, said it's I, not a meme. Because I personally don't understand it. I don't exactly. know which one that people are talking about. Chris, you know that the term meme no longer means what Richard Dawkins said it Everything did, right? means what Richard Dawkins says it means, Jeremy. <laughs> ha ha, you f***ing dumbass. I hope you get hit by a church van tonight and you die slowly. To me, the tragedy is that those beach balls have, like, been totally ignored. And those beach balls are really funny looking, to say nothing of the palm trees. Yeah, the palm trees well, are yeah, the left. I, I, I thought the left googly beach eyes. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I, like, I brought this up, like, as a honest, like... <coughs> testimony like I really do Treaties. not like I am not 100% certain which shark people are referring to it's ha- it's house left uh, is definitely the correct shark okay but I had to watch it four or five what, times before like I really was like really that's what they're talking about I mean I, yeah I really think that I think a lot of it is just like people are they're so desperately grasping for something interesting in the in the Super Bowl you know this. This it's no. This thing you're right. That, like, it's complete bullshit. That that should be. That is not a sensational mistake. Right. No. That's like at all. Like I today on the internet. In addition to that, I also watched a video of a Japanese game show where two attractive Japanese teenage girls were had a a, a clear plastic pipe in their mouths, and they were. Yeah. There's a cockroach yeah. in the pipe, and they were trying to blow the cockroach into one another's mouths. A cicada. Was it a cicada? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't do that but with like, a cockroach. I guess to me, the whole the whole thing seems really judgmental in this weird way, like... Okay, if there were like seven or eight sharks, and all the other ones matched the right one, like I could see, oh yeah, it's that like, one shark is different. But there's only two. You don't right get to so you're like choose. An advocate what so the fact that the two sharks are doing I mean, different does things at different times doesn't, doesn't like, really. I mean, it's, it's not, not like you can look yeah. at it's not yeah. like say this shark is right. You know what would have been oh, great. Yeah, well, that I, cat I agree. Was, you know what would have been great? Funny, if that, if that, to, you know, if that, that shark had been obviously drunk, or took his penis out. 
you know, me and my but I think it's a real problem. Just because the shark's different into Katy Perry doesn't mean it should be a fucking starts masturbating or like, you know, it's like fucking ping pong. Yeah, I'm sorry, sharks don't give live birth. Holy anus. We talked about left shark for like 45 minutes. Let's skip to the end. It would have been much better if they like, no, just. You like, know what I would say? I would say the the dancer in the middle forgot forgot her shark costume. <laughs> 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 good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. That like 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 a bike. Oh, that was good. That's what the saxophone sounds like all the time. It has no other tone. Which brings us to segment four. Now we're getting into the real meaty topics. Classic children's cartoons of the 80s and 90s. Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. So this one's mine. So look, uh, ever since we started our classic children's cartoons of the 80s and 90s segment, I mean, the the response has been tremendous. But um, we, we've been getting email after email, uh, uh, tweets, people saying, when are you going to do the chronic? So listen, assholes. A, the chronic is not a children's cartoon. Yeah, and B, we talked about it already in the classic hip hop albums segment. So stop fucking tweeting us about the, the chronic version of the, the cartoon yeah, version. Yeah, please, of the chronic please stop messaging good. us on Instagram. Yeah, we're tired of we're tired Tumblr. of that. Get off of no, get off Snapchat. of my chat. Get off of my Pinterest page. <laughs> it was a it was a pretty do, good show. Do please sh- uh, send show. us messages on Tinder. So. About it. I think the chronic was it was, it was a good the, cartoon. The chronic is not little, the subject of tonight's yeah. segment. We're talking. Well, it was, we're a, here, good, it was, it was a, a good cartoon. Bit, it just didn't. It was a little too we're advanced. Here for the to Disney talk. Afternoon. No, it just it was a little too long. We're here yeah. to talk about the gummy bears, or its real full name, Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. And I, for one, was surprised to learn this was a Disney feature. I don't know if you guys were. Now you didn't know it was a Disney. I, cartoon. I had not realized. I had Disney not realized. I had not realized that it was a Disney cartoon. Yeah, it was that time in, slot on shut the, the fuck up. That you, yeah, in it was preparation, U sixty two. Shut up. In preparation, <laughs> in preparation Chris for this segment, fun. I watched. I watched at least the beginnings of three separate episodes of this show. <laughs> I could not get through any of them because they were so horrible. Really? I thought that show was great. I watched no. that's what I thought back, until I went back and watched about it. how awesome you were for watching that show. I watched season one, episode one, A New Beginning, season one, episode seven, Wings Over Dunwin, and season three, episode 12, The Knights of Gummadoon, which this sounded really cool. Episode one, how is it a new beginning? Isn't it like the first beginning? All right. So, now, okay, let me, let me just go over the basics. I have a few points to make about the gummy bears, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this show as well. 
So the basics. For those who don't know, uh, this show revolves around the adventures of the Gummy Bears, a group of six, later seven, medieval, diminutive, talking, multicolored, anthropomorphic, enchanted bears. Uh, the Gummies live in Gummy <laughs> Glen, which is an elaborate network of secret underground tunnels. They harvest gummy berries, which grow wild in the forest around where they live, and which they use to produce gummy berry juice, which yes, gives, gives humans super strength, but makes the gummy bears ridiculously bouncy. Chris? Yes, John? <laughs> are the bears made of gummy? No, they are not, and we'll get to that. They're actual bears. They're actual... I mean, they're a cartoon, but it, within the world I mean, of the cartoon, in the sense that they're you know they're made of fur and organs. Yeah, within the world but, of the cartoon, they are not made of gelatin. Well, obviously, we're talking about within the world of the fiction. I mean, okay, just so the level of the which gummy we're bears are the last remnants of a mysterious ancient civilization, the so-called Great Gummies, who long ago. Oh, that's right. Who, yeah, who long ago departed the human realm for unknown reasons, and who may return someday. Most humans uh, currently regard the gummies as just a legend or a children's story, though the truth of their existence is known to their young friends Cavan and Princess Kara, as well as to mm. the evil Duke Igthorn. Yeah. Now, Fuck that guy. Yeah, he's an I know. asshole. He, he is. That's, that, he's absolutely an asshole. Chris, um, is, this, is this anything that you're actually nostalgic about or something that you just like read about? No, no, today? I actually was nostalgic about it until I started watching episodes. That was a great show. Uh, that it, happens to me with so many shows. Uh, it premiered in 1985. It ran for six seasons, often as is, part of the Disney... It ran for six, six, six seasons? seasons? Well, remember, a season is not necessarily an entire year. A season could be, you know, yeah. three months. It's usually, like, you know, between 10 and 20 episodes. So, yeah. you know, it could be... That's still, but, like, most of those cartoon shows would have, like, one or two seasons. That's not true. It, I, I mean... That's not I think true. Most of those DuckTales like had more than that. Yeah, DuckTales Duck had DuckTales like, went on for a long time, I think. DuckTales like maybe it had two seasons. Well, I think it it had like, a bit, but a season like six like seasons could be time. sixty episodes. Yeah, or, it was. Or another, it, was you know. it was. It was between sixty and seventy total episodes, I yeah. believe. Yeah, uh, that's not that uncommon. Could be, could Still, be more. I mean, could I be up to a hundred. One season of the Gummy Bears is is plenty, but I I currently agree with you. But, um, but hold the phone. Here's something I... Uh, I'm sorry. Are you finished with your No, preface? but go on. Okay. No, no. Go on. I, I, I don't want to... I, I want well, okay. When you open the table up to discussion... Okay. So, look, it uh, uh, ran for about six seasons. It was often part of the Disney afternoon block, as Danny so rightly pointed out. I pretty clearly remember it as a linchpin of Saturday morning cartoons. Yes. Is that... Do you yes. have the same memory? I believe... No. It was... Yes. My recollection is I'd that... I linchpin. Oh, it was, my it was a fucking linchpin. My recollection is that it was a Saturday morning cartoon. When the Disney afternoon came out, they stuck it in that first... Mm. The, the coveted, and I'm using air quotes, coveted <laughs> first time slot when, like, you know, a no. lot of people weren't even home from school. That's yet, exactly so right. It was it not coveted because it was, like, what, about 3 o'clock to 3.30? Yeah, so who's going to watch home, that? Who's going to watch like, that? Like, when yeah. it was just I've, ending. I've literally never That's seen it. That's why you would... No, I, I've seen the ending credits. Okay. So I would I, get home yeah. and it was like, so, okay, then you watch DuckTales, then you watch Chip and Tails Rescue Rangers, but then no, you I watch Tails the, It was definitely on. Disney we watched it in Saturday, after, Saturday mornings originally. I don't remember Saturday morning. All I remember is the Super Mario Brothers Well, because you were always hung over. The, the Gummy Bears was reasonably successful, 
And I didn't realize this beforehand, but it's often credited with opening the door for that boom of Disney serialized cartoons that we had really? in the, the late 80s, yeah. early 90s. DuckTales. Duck I'm talking about DuckTales. I'm talking about Tailspin. Yeah. I'm talking about Darkwing Duck. And really? so Yeah. See, I w- Goof, Goof Troop. Troop. Goof yeah. Troop. It no. seems like it no. seems like it, it, now. Correct me if Goof I'm wrong. Troop. It seems like Ducktales gets a lot more credit, or you know, is a lot more trumpeted. Well, Does I that think, bother you, I think uh, Gummy Bears came. It doesn't bother me, but I suspect it bothers Chris. No, no. Uh, <laughs> so. I think I, I I think Ducktales, and I haven't watched Ducktales in about yeah. twenty five yeah. years. Well, so, you really yeah. should, because you you are like almost twenty. You're almost thirty now, right? Yeah, I'm somewhere up there. Yeah. Uh, my, I think Ducktales probably deserves the credit it gets, you know, in terms of being a quality show, like well, Ducktales and probably credit. Tailspin. Oh, I, Tailspin I was, I was going to get to this later, but I think it may be true that the Gummy Bears opened that door. I suspect yeah. that it's a transitional show in that it showed yeah. what might be possible in that format, but it actually wasn't up to the quality level yeah, of a DuckTales like, or a Yeah, it's like the Archaeopteryx of, uh, of afternoon cartoons. That is an apt metaphor. So I'm, I'm well, glad Chris, you went what, there, John. Now, can I ask, what, yeah. what was it that seemed so bad about okay, it? Okay, so this was my big question going in. Does it? Because I have very positive memories of gummy bears and i wanted to know does it hold up and my answer is not really i would say the animation (laughs) was pretty mediocre i remembered it being a lot better uh the voice acting seemed kind of phoned in to be honest really Uh, even it's even even well that's the thing it seemed like um i believe you mean tummy gummy Tummy Gummy, uh, who's who's performed by the same guy who's who's known uh for doing garfield uh, Jim, uh, Lorenzo, Lorenzo music. music, yeah. It yeah. seemed like everybody on that show was just doing some other character they already had. I didn't. That's kind of. I mean, I feel like that's kind of standard for those cartoon voice so Garfield actors, was though. Like, basically maybe on it is. Show. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, it sounded exactly like Tummy Gummy was Garfield. And but I, that's, mean, I mean, some of that's those, been the tradition for the longest time. I mean, there's most of the, like, so many cartoons in the '50s and '60s have the, the share voice actors. Well, and that's yeah. true. That's true. Well, I mean, there's some. There's a lot of those voice actors that were like half of the yeah. that played like five, five or ten different characters too. But they like the, the voice actress that did uh, Magic a Dispel. Yeah, is June mm-hmm. Foray on Gummy Bears? Right. Was she, was she also Rocky's Jay Squirrel? Yes. And okay. uh, and uh, Natasha, yeah, Natasha yeah. Fatal, Fatal, yeah. See, that's yeah. Those voice actors usually they come up with they come up with you know they've got dozens of different voices. It seemed to me like on the Gummy Bears they were just doing standards rather than coming up with anything new or original. Zummy Gummy to me sounds exactly like Captain OG Read More. From the Saturday morning, uh, uh, you should read a book. Public service announcements that the networks presumably put in to make it look like they were socially responsible. So your criticism is that the voice acting was not like unique enough. Oh, my, my, I mean... criti- my criticisms are all around. I think the animation is kind of mediocre. Hmm. I think the voice actors, to me, seem like they're phoning it in, and I think the stories uh, are are you know very predictable. And kind of, it's totally implausible. <laughs> now, that part doesn't bother me. Um, and this this is a good time for discussion. Those are my my basic negatives. 
I have some positive points about the gummy bears, and I have one weird confusion slash frustration. But okay, but I mean, I'd say now's like, a good time as far for, as yeah, you know, as far as the you complaining about the animation, mm-hmm. I would posit that <laughs> you know. If you, I think sure. If you're comparing, like you're looking at the animation on that, and you're comparing it to like, oh, like, you know, Beauty and the Beast or something. I have like, never yeah, seen Beauty and the shitty. Beast. Okay, The Lion King. Don't I haven't bother. seen The Lion King. Don't bother. Okay, yeah. The Little Mermaid. Finding I, I saw that one. Oh, okay, I saw The Little yeah. Mermaid. You know, yeah, there's nothing the worth Little watching Mermaid. Like, you know, the it, there's, it's definitely going to be a step down. But, like, compare it to, like, the animation on some of, the, you know, Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. or... Heathcliff. I'm not talking about animation. He- I'm talking about... Movies. I don't know about Heathcliff, but, uh, like, or, it, like, it Speed Race. Animated some of like the, shit. Like, mm-hmm. You know, the really kind of just that shit, those Hanna-Barbera shows, they just kind of churned out yep. where it's, like... But that you know that's really poor quality animation but like my recollection of those a, Disney shows um, of this era is that they were actually kind of a step up well and but I those think shows that's... weren't about the anime like like, like, like Hanna Barbera cartoons typically had really bad animation but it was a, it was like part of the shtick like, I'm not Rocky yeah, was, and was one of his complaints was about the animation and I was trying to put that in perspective I'm not saying that that was a legitimate comment or not. I'm I, I I'm I'm not saying that that perspective is unreasonable. I think that feeds into what I'm suggesting, which is gummy bears may have been in that transitional space mm, where it was a okay. step up from what came before. But you know, from our position well, now, we've experienced Ducktales. We've experienced re- Tailspin. Have, did you rewatch any of the other Disney afternoons? Right. Shows? Was Ducktales animation really that much better? I mean, if I have you're no about idea. Animation. Well, I did yeah. I'm afraid to watch Ducktales now. I mean, I feel like there was, like, all those, like, the things with the, like, bears bouncing around. It seemed pretty well animated to me. Like, there's, like, a bunch of bears bouncing around. Like, I mean, guess, I guess my question, Chris, is, like, were you... Was it unclear to you whether the bears were bouncing around? <laughs> like, were you like, what's going on here? I can't tell. I can't follow they're this. They're down here, they're up there, but it's not clear how they got there. Are they flying? Are they um, walking? Well, I think the problem there is... Was it there clear is, that they were bouncing? I knew, I, I knew going in that the bears would be bouncing around, and so it's unclear to me if it was my... How did you know that? My expectation how that the bears would bounce around. How, how do you know that? Because it's common knowledge, um, you know, everything. <laughs> everything I knew had led gum- me to expect that the bears would it's bounce around. It's common knowledge that when a gummy bear consumes <laughs> gummy berry juice, that they bounce around a lot. <laughs> That's what happens. So here, let me get to what I liked about the gummy bears. Uh, yeah. Number one. Been waiting for this. Please. Yeah. Num- yeah. Number one, the the art direction, like the animation, didn't grab me, but the. Um, the scenery, the backgrounds, the secret caverns under Gummy Glen, those fast cars yeah. they ride, all yeah. of that I remembered very nostalgically, and it actually stood up pretty well. It's almost kind of like that. My recollection is almost like that that kind of Disney King Arthur movie crossed with Fraggle Rock. Yeah, mm. that's a good that's a good characterization. Mm. The other thing I really enjoyed about the Gummy Bears. The Great Gummies, the legend of the Great Gummies. Uh, that that the main characters we have now are like the remnants of this ancient forgotten civilization, and there's ancient gummy wisdom, and maybe the Great Gummies will return someday. That 
I think is a great frame for a series. It gives it a lot more depth and mystery than a cartoon like that would otherwise have. I think that was a real big positive. Um, yeah, I know. I remember that seeming cool. It like gives this, and they never really fleshed it out that much, as I recall. They leave it but pretty it gives mysterious. It that sense of like there is, you know, there's something more here. I remember that being kind of cool. Yeah, even as an adult, I want to know what the deal with the great gummies is. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello, you you reached Bear Friend Tea Party. You're on. You're live on the air, on the on the air of the of the podcast airwaves. Hello. Hello. Is anybody on? Hello. Is, is anybody on the telephone? Hello. Hello, operator. Operator. Hello, We're getting I a bad connection. Hey. We've been cut off. Sorry. It's those telemarketers again. Can you get the dog to bark? It works really well in jams. Oh, I've got size. Sometimes he barks if I open the door. Ah! Nothing that's happened so far we can use because there's been police. Gummy bears, 
bouncing, bouncing here, here and there and everywhere. High adventure that's beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. So we're told. one final point about the gummy bears and I'll leave it there. Yeah. And this is sort of a question or confusion or frustration. So here's the deal. The gummy bears flourished in the middle of what's sometimes called the golden age of television deregulation in the U.S. Like basically 1983 to 1989. Like up through the 1970s you had a lot of FCC oversight about the merchandising and commercial content and children's television. Like, think oh, of the really? children. You, you, think I, of I, the I children. hadn't realized this. I started looking into it. Um, in the 70s, they tried to, I think Mattel tried to put together a show called Hot Wheels, which I would watch sounds that. really good. It I would watch did that. not even reference the toys. It was just called Hot Wheels, and it was about some dudes who liked racing cars, and the FCC pulled it. They would not let them air it because it was advertising toys to children uh, through a cartoon. I thought that's What's wrong with that. The Wait, whole isn't point that what of Gummy cartoons. Bears is doing? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When Reagan came in and changed the uh, personnel of the FCC in 1981, Ronald Reagan, Ronald oh. Reagan, Wait, the actor? Reagan, Reagan administration. <laughs> yes, he becomes the, the clown he becomes guy with the shoes he becomes the... president in the future, John. Um, I saw, and I suppose Jerry Lee Lewis is Secretary of State. I suppose Jane Wyman is Secretary of Treasury. <laughs> the Reagan FCC. <laughs> the Reagan FCC between eighty one and eighty three dismantled all of those rules about merchandising Dis- wait, say to children. Dismantling, dismantling this thing. And that's when we get the rise of the children's cartoon as a commercial. Right? I'm talking about the Transformers, G.I. Joe, He-Man, My Little Pony, Rainbow Bright, awesome. Strawberry Shortcake, The Go-Bots, oh, Mask, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah, Mask was pretty rare. It's in the 1980s because suddenly it's legal. Ghostbusters? Mm. Hold the Ghostbusters. phone. Ghostbusters. <laughs> don't make me, hold, yeah, don't ask that, me to wait. hold the phone yet. Don't ask me to hold the phone yet. Here's my oh, confusion. Oh, wait, 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 no, no, no. But, but, but you gotta, amidst, somebody's got to hold it. Amidst all of that, we get this show that is literally based on a candy. It is based on yeah. Haribo's gummy bears. And it, it's spelled that way? Yep, it's spelled that way. Uh, yeah. a, according to legend, the idea from the show came from Michael Eisner, Disney executive, when his kids want, were eating some gummy bears. It seems like it's perfect for marketing well, tie-ins, right? But then, like, yeah. what the fuck? I don't remember any Gummy Bears brand, branded Gummy Bears. I don't remember kids what? in the lunchroom drinking like Gummy Berry Juice branded juice. There was no, this was a fairly popular cartoon. I don't remember any Gummy Bears branded candies or juices or anything. They were gummy. I mean, I all, think that all was, gummy bears are branded gummy bears. I think that was pretty. That was pretty much true of of all the uh, those serialized Disney cartoon properties, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, they, they had some, no, like, The difference like, is, is that gummy bears were a thing before the yeah. show. All those other things, GoBots and shit, 
Those were a show, and then they made a toy out of the show. Gummy bears were a candy. Oh, oh, they, oh! That is where you're right? wrong. They made the toy first, right? and then they made the show about the. They made the show to advertise the toy for a lot of, of those. Which? But, um, but but they they a lot of those, mean, like, like they he, planned the toy like they didn't literally make the toy first right well I mean they were made in tandem but a lot of them like they'd make right, the toy and was, they'd make it was the, always part of the the, the oh, toy yeah, but gummy yeah. bears were a candy like uh, like years and decades before. yeah 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 they were they were made by Haribo they were they so were created there, in the 30s like, I believe did, did, 20s yeah did, me. so I mean was that would be Disney, like having like a like a Neko wafers show. You know, which is like, weird. It's weird, right? It's weird that they made Disney, a show about that candy. That's what was, I wasn't sure. It's about. weird that it was all so those other Disney shows that you said led the like opened the door to this Disney afternoon. Those are all Disney characters <laughs> recycled from the classic cartoons. Yeah, yeah correct. The gummy bears that had nothing to do yeah. with Disney as far. So well, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Are we talking about Tailspin now? Where did what yes. was? We're what, talking what about Tailspin, okay. Ducktales, Goof Troop, the whole works. Chippendale. Yeah. Can we just not talk Rangers. about Goof Troop? Actually, we're like not talking about explicitly talking about. <laughs> just I referencing. would talk about Tailspin, just not Goof Troop. Yeah, I would like yeah, to talk about Goof Tailspin. Troop. Can we agree that Goof Troop, like fuck Goof Troop? Agreed. That was fuck, they really ju- the Disney troop. afternoon Goof jumped troop. the shark with Goof Troop. It was a real <laughs> left shark situation. <laughs> yeah, jump the left shark with me. So. So let me ask, Chris, did, um, was there actually like a, some kind of relationship? Like was Disney paying royalties to Haribo or the other way around? It was just a like, coincidence. I honestly no, don't I mean, like, I tried like, to find out. what was the relationship I, there? I like, tried to find out know? and I couldn't. But uh, according to legend, Michael Eisner, the Disney executive, came up with the idea for Gummy Bears, the TV show, when his children were eating some gummy bears. Oh, yeah. That's what, and then, and and like, then he went to like, same. Haribo, and he was like, give us a bunch of money. They must have, they must have had some kind of relationship, because otherwise yes. you got a copyright lawsuit on your hands. Hmm. Um... Hmm. Mm. So, but I don't under. It just mm. seems like there should have been gummy bears, you know, gummy bear candies with the Disney gummy bears on the. I packet. don't know. Maybe not. I mean, maybe you know. There's different brands of of gummy bears. Maybe that one's that's one that's like kind of was not very well trademarked or kind of fell out of it's protection. It's but then, and then thing, they right? were just... I mean, I think and maybe they... Maybe they're spelled the same. 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 But, like, maybe with that one... They're spelled the same. They're spelled the same. Yeah, but spelled or not, I mean, it could still fall into common... common it might be... It might be usage. part of... But, like, maybe maybe at that point, like, maybe they were more thinking, like, you know, kids like these... Candies. What isn't true? So maybe they'll watch this show if we call it that, and we're allowed to, and we can get away with it because, like, you know, the trademark is kind of murky there. Yeah, it's, it's kind of become like a hey, common. What is that term for like a, the, like a trademark that becomes for like the last hour? No, no, but that a trademark that becomes common, not like public parlance. domain. No, no, it's, it's, it's public it's, domain. Yeah. No, it's like the word using the word Xerox to mean photocopy, yeah, oh, like uh, Kleenex, public or, domain. Frisbee. No, it's not. It, it is I know in the public you, I know domain, what you mean, the, and, and I'm, a, I'm deliberately saying the wrong word now. Oh, it, yeah, it's called an onomatopoeia, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a <laughs> personification. 
I believe that's called the Coriolis. I think it's, I think it's an illusion. You're thinking, you're thinking of the heavy side layer, Dan. <laughs> I think that's um, no. it's actually a Walther P38. <laughs> Are we done? I think uh, we're about done. I, I don't have anything more to say about gummy no, bears. No, we, we need to jam us out. But I, I just want to, like, as a the child, does that mean I would have loved to be able to buy to gummy bear juice. You know what I mean? Like, we had to yeah, try and bears. make gummy bear juice. What does that mean, to play us out? It's a no-brainer. You know, maybe, the that, show? maybe the point there is, like, they could use the cop... They could use Fuck that it, who, trademark... These guys are from England, and who gives a shit? <laughs> ...as a cartoon, you know? Here's but if you weren't come out with a food that's called gummy berries, then that's, like, stepping on their toes, you know? That's a, that's a little bit too far, I think. I mean, I don't they had to uh, work out the license. We had to try and make our own gummy berry juice by microwaving gummy bears. We would literally oh, microwave gummy bears that. to make the juice. And it tasted delicious, but it did not give you super strength or make you bounce. Wait, are you talking about... Who's, wait. Um, we made that with runts, right? Remember? That's the letter you No, that was runt flow. That's the letter you and the rules. Sonar, blood, I don't know how to say it. I don't know. You've been listening to Bear Friends Tea Party. Why not listen again sometime? I mean, besides the obvious. If you enjoyed Barefoot Tea Party, you can find us at www.flowersofdisgust.com. You can email .biz. You can. Is that true? Is it now www.disgust.biz? We have both. Okay. Why not try www.flowersofdisgust.shoes? No, we don't have that. Biz. Biz. I never did it. Shoes is celebrated. American Light Fixture, Director of Sales Foundation. We shouldn't have to discuss this every episode. In any case, Bear Friend Tea Party is free for you to download, but every episode costs us $700,000 to produce. So don't forget to send us $700,000. You can email Bear Friend Tea Party. Uh, we're at bearfriendsteaparty at aol.com. That's bearfriendsteaparty at aol.com. You could be our first emailer. And you can always you can always call us at John's telephone number. Which I usually give out, but I don't have in front of That number again is 503-754-8096. John, has anyone ever called you after listening to the podcast? I, know you don't. I don't think anybody has ever I'm called me. Or ever? At all. Ever. Does your phone even... Is your phone actually work, or is it just one of those, like, I don't even... Danny, that visual would be funnier if instead of the New York Times, you were reading like Saturday evening. Post. Oh, hold on. Okay. Well, I just happened to have a copy of the Saturday evening. How about this? Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Do you have any Robert Goulet records you could look at? Hey, asshole, why not review Bear Friend Tea Party on iTunes? If you do, be sure to mention that we didn't make you want to eat a beehive. A delicious, mouth-watering, succulent beehive. Eat a beehive right now. I got a motto.
Bursting. Sweet, sweet, irresistible honey. And the natural goodness of crunchy, the natural crunchy buzzing goodness of beans in your grasping appendage. Protein rich drones the beehive into your orifice. The sexy, sexy, waxy beehive. Any orifice will do. Just let me know. Grasp the beehive and wrench it from the beehive tree. Place the beehive into your orifice. The succulent, sensual, erotic beehive. Squeezing the beehive honey and bees. The honey from the beehive. Dripping through your fingers. Grab it into this thing, will you? Your tongue engorged and swollen with pleasure and bee stings. As the honey, bee, and bee parts be beehive. We order it down your throat. The beehive. I know the manager pretty well. I sold him some ring for his curtains. <sighs> Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. Chris, are you, are you watching the video surprised. right now? No. Okay, no, let me I'm add podcast. it to the, the hangout. Yeah, I'm, I'm podcasting. Uh, it's not necessary. Can we uh, can we can we do a live commentary? Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks.